At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Philadelphia CityCast with Ryan Rothstein, presented by Bet Rivers. Calling all baseball fans this week, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home. For same game parlay, bet and gets on all professional baseball games. Create your ideal same game parlay of over three legs and receive up to three 50% profit boosts. That's right. Get a 50% profit boost when you place qualifying same game parlay wagers this week only. Head over to betrivers.com or download the BetRivers Sportsbook app for more details. Presented by Rivers Casino Pittsburgh, must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. Welcome, welcome. Philadelphia CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I'm your host, Ryan Rothstein, coming to you right after a Phillies loss on Thursday afternoon here. Phillies lose 3-0 to the Miami Marlins. A disappointing way to end the homestand, but doesn't mean the homestand has been disappointing, right? <laughs> Far from it. On this homestand that wrapped up now Thursday afternoon with the 3 nothing loss to Miami, Philly swept four games from Washington. They took two or three from Miami. Obviously, the loss coming earlier today, uh, not able to pull off the sweep, but Phillies have been doing what playoff teams are supposed to do, right? And and that's what I want to get into a little bit on this episode. Looking at the Phillies and their updated odds in the futures market at Bet Rivers Sportsbook, are they a legitimate value play slash long shot play right now, early August, for World Series winner and NL winner odds 
we'll talk about it uh, as this team has been scorching hot, scorching hot. And, you know, they wrap up a stretch of lesser opponents. We've mentioned the Marlins. We've mentioned Miami. Uh, this 13-game stretch, really, not just the homestand, if we zoom out a little bit, also played games against the Pirates, another losing team. Uh, so they've had their opportunity to pile up some wins, and that's exactly what they've done. But now, with the series against Miami coming to a close on Thursday, they shift gears as they prepare to go to New York for three days for a huge series against the NL East leading New York Mets. And this is a Mets team that has led the NL East for every single day of this Major League Baseball season, excluding one. 73-39. and 39. This is a Mets team that has won six in a row. They've won 15 of their last 16. This is a test now. They're going up against the likes of Max Scherzer, Jacob deGrom. Both of those guys the Phillies will be facing in the first two games of this season. So far this season, the Phillies, they've lost nine of 12 meetings against the Mets. So they haven't been faring too well thus far. Doesn't mean that cannot change. Right now, it feels like this Phillies team is built a little bit differently. What does that mean? Yeah, I, I don't really know what it means, right? I mean, we talked a little bit uh, last week, and it's been a few days since a fresh episode here. So thank you for, for bearing with us. But it, you look at this Phillies team, particularly since June 1st. And why do we say June 1st? Well, I think we all know that's the day the Phillies organization decided to part ways with Joe Girardi. They decided to appoint Rob Thompson as interim manager. 40 and 20 in the 60 games with Rob Thompson as interim manager. Right? You look at the best teams in all of Major League Baseball, not for the season, but particularly since June 1st, you have the Dodgers, of course, who, my goodness, I was talking with Will Hill, actually, the other night, just texting. Will's the host of the New York City cast. Will and I often do crossover episodes together, which I'm sure uh, listeners out there are all well aware of. We're like, dude, this Dodgers team just flat out doesn't lose. That's when they were playing uh, the Dodgers a couple of nights back. You you just look at their schedule over the past three to four weeks. I mean, really, you can do it the whole season, but particularly in the last three to four weeks, you just scroll through recent games, and it's just W after W after W after W. I mean, this Dodgers team, it's not even fair how loaded they are, and I'm not saying anything new here, but it's just remarkable what they've been able to do. It's almost gotten to a point now where they are They've been so dominant, and they are so overwhelmingly loaded with talent from top to bottom of their lineup, their roster, on the mound, in the pen. I mean, everywhere you look, there's talent in that Dodgers clubhouse and dugout. Plus 330, that's the updated odds right now at Bet Rivers for the Dodgers to win the World Series. It's almost gotten to a point now with still plenty of baseball left here that if they don't win a World Series this year, it's just an utter failure, right? And, and I know you can say that with any of the top contending teams going into a season at this point in the season. Like, I, I get that. But it's just, it, it's it's magnified with this Dodgers team right now. Like, it's just, they they need to almost plow through their competition and then win a World Series to just simply meet expectations. And they, they almost have to do it, I feel like, in that type of fashion. But anyway, I got sidetracked there. 
I mentioned the Dodgers because you look at the top teams in all of Major League Baseball since June 1st. It's the Dodgers, of course, nothing new. It's the Astros, of course, who have the third best odds to win the World Series at Bet Rivers right now. It's the Yankees who have the second best odds behind the Dodgers and just ahead of the Astros at four to one. It's the Braves who have the fifth best odds. And then it's your Phillies, right? Like we're talking about the best teams in all of Major League Baseball. I just mentioned three teams that have the best odds to win that have been atop the baseball mountain from start to up to this point, not start to finish, but the Phillies are right there, right? Since Rob Thompson has taken over, this Phillies team has been playing like a legitimate World Series contender. Now the question becomes, are they one, right? Because most people, and, and I include myself in this, most people will say, no, they're not a World Series contender. I mean, we're, we're talking about this Phillies team who's had a decade-long decade playoff drought. We're just hoping and praying and white-knuckling this thing, hoping that they get the third and final NL wildcard spot uh, in the National League wildcard race. Phillies right now are 55-47. and 47. They have a one-game lead over the St. Louis Cardinals. It just feels like we've been saying that now for weeks at a time. I'll take it. As long as they're in the playoffs, right? Who the heck cares? But it's a close race. One game out, uh, one game above, excuse me, the, the Cardinals who are a game out. Then they're four and a half games over the Giants, and the Marlins have started to fall back, obviously. Eight and a half back of the Phillies. The Phillies are looking up at San Diego, two and a half ahead of the Phillies. And then Atlanta, six and a half ahead of your Phillies. Atlanta with a 62 and 41 record. The Padres with a 59 and 46 record. And then once again, the Phillies with a 55 and 47 record overall. Some concerning news as it relates to the most recent game on Thursday. Schwarber was removed from the game early. All right, slugger Kyle Schwarber, he exited the game on Thursday afternoon in the bottom of the fifth inning. Looks like he was limping a little bit in left field in the top of the inning. Uh, they ended up taking him out of the game. And at the as of the time of recording this, there hasn't been any uh, immediate update on Schwarber's condition. So that is something we're going to keep an obvious, very close eye on there. Hopefully that's nothing serious. Maybe it's just a slight ankle tweak, something he can rest up in a day or two and he can get right back into uh, plug and play here, if even that, right? Ideally, he doesn't miss any time at all. But back to the Phillies' chances to be a legitimate contender. And, and I know it may sound a little bit crazy. Trust me, I, I get it. I hear myself. Phillies right now, updated odds to win the World Series at Bet Rivers Sportsbook, 40 to 1. Uh, their odds to win the National League, 21 to 1. So certainly meet the criteria of a long shot. But the question becomes, right, how much should we factor in their play since the firing of Joe Girardi, right? This isn't a two-week sample size. This isn't a four-week sample size. I mean, this is two months plus now of this team playing at a at an elite level. I mean, let's just call it what it is. 40 and 20. That's a that's a 600 level. That that's that's right up there, as I mentioned, with the best teams in all of Major League Baseball, regardless of them being in the NL or the AL. You look at what the Phillies did, albeit against weaker competition, but you look at their some, some of their numbers, 
throughout this homestand that they just wrapped up on Thursday, they averaged over seven runs per game. They knocked in 10 doubles, 16 home runs. That was just in the first six games of the homestand, which were all wins. And now on Thursday, of course, the bats went very cold, um, you know, not being able to get a run on the board. Only four hits on the day in the first seven innings. Finished with seven hits on the day. They went 0 for 7 with runners in scoring position. They left 10 men on base. They struck out 13 times. And it's the first time the Phillies got shut out since June 24th. So that's a positive sign if we're looking for any positives. They did make it interesting in the bottom of the ninth. Uh, they loaded the bases on a pair of singles and then a walk and uh, weren't able to really do anything with it. You look at Kyle Gibson, who got the start on Thursday. He gave the Phillies six quality innings. I mean, and and that's part of, just to bounce around a little bit, it's part of why I posed the question here on this episode, can the Phillies be a legitimate long shot play? They've been getting quality pitching, and they've been getting it not just from guys named Wheeler, not just from guys named Nola. Other guys have stepped up uh, when they've needed to, including Gibson. He pitched out of a no-out bases loaded jam in the first inning. Um, he was fired up getting out of that. In the second inning, he ended up getting charged with an unearned run on a hit by Joey Wendell after uh, Hoskins had an error. Right, Just some things went didn't go their way, went the Marlins' way. But you know, Gibson, you look at his stat line, he, he gave him six quality innings. He put him in position to win this game, uh, and they just weren't able to do it. But this has been... A starting rotation that has been very consistent in the best way. This is a bullpen now. I mean, my goodness, we, we've almost forgotten about the nightmares that this bullpen has caused us over the over recent seasons. Been one of the best bullpens in all of Major League Baseball as of late. So the bullpen's not keeping us up at night. The starting rotation has done a quality job. And then, of course, offensively, I mean, they've been red hot, excluding uh, the third game in the three-game set against Miami on Thursday. you know. But overall, you look at their sample size throughout this 13-game homestand, you look at the sample size, as I've mentioned, dating all the way back to June 1st. Right? Do we have something here with this Phillies team, whether it's something special and whether it can be a legitimate long-shot play uh, that we can possibly dive in headfirst with as we uh, gear up now for a big series against the New York Mets in New York. All right, we'll talk about that a little bit more here on this episode of the Philadelphia City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Hanging out with me, I'm your host, Ryan Rothstein, at WiseRye on Twitter, W-I-S-E-R-Y-E. You can find links to each episode we put out right there on my Twitter page. You can also find links to all of the podcast platforms we're available to you on. So make sure you're following us however you prefer to do exactly that however you prefer to listen to us here on the philadelphia city cast so we're going to get a little bit more into the phillies their success that they've had as of late we'll look ahead to this big series against the new york mets we'll also take a look around the rest of the nl the rest of the nl wild card race and we'll work in some eagles talk as we have plenty to discuss with them as always we have a preseason game right around the corner here uh to dissect and possibly find a betting angle on as well. So a lot still ahead. Let's have some fun. All right, so we're talking about the Phillies as a long shot play 
to both win the World Series and the National League. Uh, World Series winner odds 40 to 1. NL winner odds 21 to 1, right? And we talked a little bit about the loss on Thursday and rewinding it a little bit more. If we look at Wednesday's come from behind win against one of the best pitchers on planet Earth in Sandy Alcantara, that game, I know it's the Marlins, but it's just another example of this Phillies team and the confidence that they're playing with uh, and how they're really never truly out of games. Right? I mean, it was total domination by Alcantara early, opening with three perfect innings. He only needed 45 pitches to get through five scoreless innings. He allowed a run in the sixth inning. Kyle Schwarber hit an RBI double. But then he still carried a two-run lead into the eighth, and then that's when the Phillies jumped on him. Six singles in the span of seven hitters. And like you look at what JT Realmuto, and we can get to JT Realmuto in a second, not just what he's been doing with his bat, but, well, that's what I really want to get to. But I want to talk about what he had to say after the game. This is JT Realmuto. Uh, he said, we have we have the right guys in this clubhouse right now. We have a lot of confidence in ourselves. And I've said this many times before, but we truly never feel like we're out of a game. Our lineup is way too deep. We're too consistent. If our pitching staff keeps us in games, we're going to find a way to win a lot more than we don't. And that's exactly what the Phillies have been doing. All right, Noah Syndergaard in his debut didn't leave us with the I think most confidence in the world in him, but it's only one start, right? You look at his start on Wednesday night, it was a quality one. He allowed two runs over six innings to bounce back from that debut against the Washington Nationals last week. He was mixing in more sliders, throwing a little bit harder. He stayed away a little bit from his four-seam fastball, working in some more sinkers. And then late in that start, Syndergaard retired seven in a row from the fourth inning to the sixth inning, uh, which is huge. You look at Syndergaard in his two starts with the Phillies, 11 innings, 17 hits, 16, um, 16, 11 innings, 17 hits, six runs, two walks, six strikeouts, right? So we don't need Noah Syndergaard, boy, would it be nice, but we don't need him to be the Thor of old. We just need him to be something, right? We need him to just deliver quality starts, uh, to add that depth and a little bit of a security blanket to the starting rotation and just the depth of this uh, of this rotation period. And, and who knows what they would decide to do with him later in the year or, you know, dare I say, even come playoff time, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But as we all know, the acquisition of Syndergaard gives this team options, hopefully, for the playoffs and certainly for this, for this playoff run. This is a team right now that is confident, and this is a team that – is just deep as hell, right? And you look at the way Zach Wheeler, who's 18 to one, by the way, to win NL uh, Cy Young. That's his updated betting odds as of today at Bet Rivers Sportsbook here in PA. Led by Wheeler, Nola's been excellent. And I know the, the lingering cloud, the lingering question as it relates to Nola is can he deliver a strong September? We shall see, right? I, I don't have my crystal ball, but I know a lot of fans and my callers I get on 94 WIP, they bring that up to me a lot, and it's fair, okay? I, I have those questions and comments and concerns myself, but I don't know how fair it is to hold it against them, right? 
I, I get it and understand it. But right now, the way Nola has been pitching, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, and I'm going to wait and see what he does in the month of September. But I'm I'm hopeful that we can get a different Nola when we're starting to compare what we've seen from Nola previous years in the month of September. If we can continue to get this Nola, if we can continue to get this Wheeler, if we can continue to get the support from the other guys in the starting rotation, if the bullpen can continue to do what they've been doing, I, I think that the Phillies, just in regards to long shot best bets, right? I'm not talking about the best bet period to make right now on a World Series winner. But if we're just looking at the long shot potential plays, how can you argue against the Phillies being one of, if not your best option? JT Riomuto has been absolutely raking. All right, 26 RBIs in 25 games. He's been absolutely on fire. Hoskins has been much better. We all know what Alec Bohm's been able to do. The Phillies have Gene Segura back in their lineup. He's been a welcome addition. Brandon Marsh has been a great acquisition for the uh, pre-trade deadline moves that Dave Dombrowski made. Right, So this lineup is stacked, and oh yeah, <laughs> they, they don't have Bryce Harper, the NL reigning MVP. Right? The, the question that we asked and the topic of conversation that we hit on so much uh, about a month ago, right, early on, right, immediately following the Harper injury, was, is this it? Right? Can this Phillies team just do enough to keep this ship afloat until Harper gets back? And we've gotten those answers. It's it's been, I think, far and away, over exceeded our expectations. Uh, if we rewind the clocks and remember back to how we felt when Harper first went down with that injury out in San Diego against the Padres, this team hasn't been keeping the ship afloat. They've been they've been in the fast lane. I mean, they have been firing on all cylinders, playing as I mentioned a little bit earlier in this episode playing as one of the best teams in all of Major League Baseball. They are putting up numbers and piling up wins alongside the likes of Dodgers, Astros, Yankees, Braves. And it gets lost in the sauce a little bit uh, because this is still a Phillies team without Harper. This is still a Phillies team that has disappointed us in recent years in the month of September. And this is a Phillies team uh, that still needs to get their MVP back, and they still need to see what version of the MVP in Bryce Harper they will get back. But at some point, when you look at the body of work, this isn't a small sample size. Going back to June 1st, that's two-plus months of really consistent starting pitching, bullpen work, and hitting. And they're getting hitting from all over. Castellanos... Listen, he, he's not the, the Castellanos of last year, 100 RBI Castellanos, but this is a guy that has pulled himself out of a slump. He's been starting to come around. JT Riamuto has been absolutely on fire. Alec Bohm, the July that he had, and it carried over into August, being able to plug him in the three-hole. Hoskins has been solid. Schwarber obviously is still a threat at the top of the lineup. Like th this lineup gives the opposing pitching staff zero breaks and zero room for error. This is a team that can go seven innings ice cold. And as we saw on Wednesday night against one of the best pitchers in the world, jump on you and jump on you in a hurry. 
and come from behind and get a win. They can win and beat you in a lot of ways. Uh, and it's really because of their lineup and all they really need. It's not all right. This is not saying this is a small ask, but if they can continue to get the quality starts that they've been getting, and that's pretty much exactly what JT Riomuto talked about on Wednesday night after the come from behind win, they're as confident as any team out there on this planet and as they should be. So the Phillies right now, I like them as a long shot play for the world series at 40 to one. And I like them as an NL winner long shot uh, at 21 to one. And as always, we will keep you updated on all of the odds, both in the futures market and everything else related to the Phillies and this NL wildcard race. Uh, if I want to just give you the updates quickly on some of the other key teams for their updated odds in the National League. The Dodgers, of course, you're betting favorite at plus 165. Then you have the Mets at plus 275. You have the Braves at plus 650. The Padres are also right there at plus 650. St. Louis, 13 to 1. Milwaukee, 16 to 1. And then your Phillies at 21 to 1. If you look at the standings here, I, I mentioned the update for the NL wildcard. I gave you the standings there just a few minutes ago. Uh, for the NL East, the Mets, as I mentioned, they've been in first place every day throughout this regular season, uh, excluding one. They're atop the, the NL East at 65 and 37. Then you have the Braves at 62 and 41, and the Phils right there at 55 and 47. So to answer the question we started the show with, absolutely. How can you ignore the Phillies as a long shot play? in the futures market right now as it stands on August 11th. All right, Philadelphia City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm your host, Ryan Rothstein. Make sure you are subscribed, locked in, following the show, wherever you get your podcasts. Give me a follow as well, at WiseRye on Twitter. Uh, we'll continue the conversation with some baseball points we want to get to. There's also some news in the NBA. We can touch on that briefly as it relates to the Sixers and one Kevin Durant. Just kind of spoiled it for you, but we'll get to that that story uh, before we get out of here on this episode. And then I also just want to give some updates and talking points on the Eagles before we dive heavy into the Eagles on our next episode on Friday. So still plenty more here. All right, switching gears now. Let's talk some birds, baby. And we got action. We got action Friday night. We got an Eagles game. That's right. Already, just like that, August 12th, Friday in Philly, the Eagles, the home dog. What? In a preseason game? Unacceptable. Eagles right now at Bet Rivers. Let's go, uh, let's go over the odds here quickly before I want to get into some uh, updates in the futures market, and then we'll do a quick preview for this matchup Friday before we do a full betting preview uh, for the game on the next episode, but still want to touch on it here, of course. So Eagles getting the one and a half. Uh, priced at minus 125 on the spread. The Jets, the road favorite, laying the one and a half, priced at plus 104. Money line, minus 110 for both sides, for both the Jets and the Eagles, just to win the game outright. The total set at 35 and a half. The over, priced at minus 113. The under, priced at minus 108. Uh, so we'll, we will do a deep dive for that uh, on Friday morning's episode. But... Uh, still wanted to get to a couple points 
leading into that matchup on Friday night in Philadelphia. Let's look at the updated odds in the futures market. Uh, Super Bowl winner for your birds, 30 to 1 right now at Bet Rivers. That has moved for what it's worth. I, I remember talking about it at 40 to 1. I remember talking about it at 35 to 1 even not too long ago. So interesting to see that move there uh, in early August. You look at NFC championship winner, the Eagles 13 to 1. Uh, NFC favorite for what it's worth, Tampa Bay plus 350, Green Bay plus 450, the defending NFC champ and Super Bowl champ Rams at 5 to 1. Regular season MVP favorite is Josh Allen, the betting favorite at Bet Rivers at 7 to 1, Tom Brady 8 to 1, Mahomes 9 to 1. Herbert's been a popular play as well. He's at 10 to 1 right now at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. If you look at the NFC East updated odds, nothing really has changed here. Cowboys still the slight betting favorite at plus 125. Then you have the Eagles at plus 165. Washington plus 550. And then the New York football giants rounding up the division at eight to one to win it all. Um, we'll, we'll get more into the division. I do have some thoughts. We've touched on them uh, already throughout the summer a little bit, but we will obviously continue to dive back into these discussions as we get closer to NFL week one. And of course, throughout the regular season, we'll continue to keep you updated on all things related to the birds. Uh, if we look at the Eagles odds to make the playoffs, yes, the betting favorite at minus 167, no, at plus 137. Total wins in the regular season right now for the Eagles set at nine and a half. The over is the betting favorite at minus 134, the under plus 110. Bet Rivers also gives you the option to bet over under on not just nine and a half, but you can do eight and a half over under as well as 10 and a half. Eight and a half over minus 225. Under eight and a half if you feel like they're really going to underachieve plus 175 if that's good enough, quote, value for you. Uh, or if you think they're going to really come out firing here this season and get 11, or 11 wins or more over 10 and a half priced at plus 170, under 10 and a half priced at minus 215. Some other bets that are relatively new here on the wagering menu. Jalen Hurts to win NFL MVP and the Eagles to win the division. Yes, 40 to 1. There's another one I do want to touch on in a minute. Jalen Hurts over 3,600 and a half passing yards and Devontae Smith over 850 and a half receiving yards. Yes, plus 180. All right, so we'll get to that in just a second. Quick preview for this matchup on Friday night. And as I mentioned, our next episode will be a full Eagles episode previewing this preseason game uh, in Philly. And you look at the Jets uh, from some of the reports I've tracked here out of Jets world. Jets have already been dealing with some injuries during camp and a big loss from tackle. Um, uh, I'm sorry, from tackle Mekai Becton suffered a chip fracture in his right kneecap during training camp. Uh, he's likely done for the season. Nick Sirianni said the starters will, will play at least one series, maybe two. Uh, big news, obviously, is center Jason Kelsey with elbow surgery. Uh, his elbow had to get cleaned out Tuesday, and he will be out indefinitely. Eagles are also dealing with other position player injuries, including Gainwell, Boston Scott, and wide receiver Devontae Smith. Speaking of Devontae Smith there and that new betting prop 
that Rivers has available for you. So the Jets, the reason why, at least my math here, try and piece this puzzle together, why they're a slight betting favorite, a lot of young players on this Jets roster, a lot of rookies making their debut. New York's also expected to play its starters for at least a couple of series, pretty similar to what the Eagles' plans are going into this game. Uh, Jets are going to use you know, plenty of opportunities to kick some field goals as they're trying to figure out who their kicker is uh, heading into the regular season. So that is something to keep an eye on. Maybe the Jets will elect to kick in a couple extra field goals to try and get guys um, some more work heading into the game. I talked about this uh, the other day on Rush Hour with Danny Burke. I didn't have too much of a confident play to give out at the time for this Eagles preseason game, but uh, the under is typically where I look because both of these offenses, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna play the starters for a series, maybe two, but it's gonna be. It's going to be the backups. It's a backup game. We all know how the first preseason game goes. Uh, so pretty much from late into the first quarter, certainly start of the second quarter throughout the rest of the game, you're going to see second string, third string guys, and just guys trying to figure out a way to make a roster, uh, not just for the team they're playing on, but any roster in the NFL. And then you go to the Jets kicker situation. I would imagine that they're going to opt for some more field goals anytime they're in Eagles territory as they're trying to evaluate that position. So that is a, a, a good betting tip and inside info there. Not really inside info. It's pretty public knowledge if you look into this game at all. But um, that's good news for any better looking to play the under with the total being, as we mentioned, 35 and a half. So we will dive more into this game uh, on the next episode. I did want to touch on the new offering that I already mentioned briefly before we wrap this episode up, and that's the Jalen Hurts over 3,600 and a half passing yards on the year and Devontae Smith over 850 and a half receiving yards on the year. Yes, plus 180. I don't like that play. Right? For anyone saying, ah, oh, maybe, you know, maybe I'll, I'll grab the yes at plus 180. Listen, if you want to have a fun futures bet out there and you're an Eagles fan, I get it. You can, you know, if, if you want to do it, go for it, right? I, I, I do like... Jalen Hurts over 3,600 passing yards, right? We talked about that on an episode uh, about a week and a half ago. Uh, so it's not that I'm against that. I I'm just a little bit uneasy about how Devontae Smith is going to fare production-wise, right? We all know there was plenty of missed opportunities between Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith last year. I know that's year one, so hopefully year two, they'll be able to clean some of that up and they'll be able to take advantage of some opportunities uh, and work on their chemistry and you know get on the same page. And I know they've been working a lot throughout this offseason, so I don't doubt that. But A.J. Brown's a factor, right? And this is a good problem to have when you're looking at the Eagles collectively. But if we're just looking at Devontae Smith, how is the arrival of A.J. Brown going to impact Devontae Smith just as it relates to his bottom line as far as stats and his production when it's all said and done throughout the regular season. We all know that relationship is there off the field with Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown. We know that's going to carry over on the field. A.J. Brown is going to be targeted an awful lot from Jalen Hurts. Uh, and Devontae Smith and his skill set, I think it's still yet to be determined, yet to be seen how Jalen and Devontae Smith can fare playing with each other and how Jalen can really 
play to Devontae's strengths. I'm not saying they can't work. I'm not, you know, I'm not implying any of that. But as it relates to right now, I think it's still a work in progress, right? So for yes to only be priced at plus 180, it's not a good enough number for me to say, yes, go jump on that. Um, because I don't know if Devontae Smith's going to get be able to get over 850 uh, and a half receiving yards, right? I mean, we're essentially saying he's going to be right around 900 yards receiving, 1,000 yards receiving. You know A.J. Brown's going to get a lot of the attention from Jalen Hurts. Uh, and I said this before, and I'll continue to talk about this as we dissect and preview this Eagles season. I think Dallas Goddard is really going to rack up a lot of the production uh, and really continue to be Jalen Hurts security blanket. We see that a lot, uh, especially with quarterbacks that have a similar style of play from what we've seen out of Jalen Hurts early in his career. Lamar Jackson loved going to Mark Andrews. Patrick Mahomes loves going to Travis Kelsey. Uh, and I think Dallas Goddard is going to be a huge beneficiary from A.J. Brown's uh, presence with the Philadelphia Eagles offensively this season. So, you know, hopefully... The love is being spread between those three guys that I just mentioned, A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard, and Devontae Smith. And if that's the case, I don't know how confident I am in taking Devontae Smith and over 850 and a half receiving yards. So there you have it. We're going to dive deep into this Friday matchup preseason game on the next episode, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, and until then, we will also be previewing, of course, the Phillies and the Mets, a huge series getting underway on Friday in New York. So a lot to get to over the next couple of days. Really excited to preview it all, recap it all, uh, as we will be putting out a few more episodes than we typically do into the sports betting weekend and over this sports betting weekend as we have a lot to talk about here in Philadelphia from the betting perspective. I've been your host, Ryan Rothstein. Make sure you're following us wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Pods. You can find all of the links to those platforms on my Twitter page at WiseRye, W-I-S-E-R-Y-E. And until next time, everyone, thank you for listening. Best of luck on your bets. Peace. Baseball is here, and Bet Rivers has a special offer for you every Saturday throughout the entire baseball season. Place a three-leg, same-game parlay of at least $25 and you will earn a $10 free bet. With same game parlays, you can combine player props and game bets to make your perfect combo. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Claim your offer on the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com. Presented by BetRivers Casino Pittsburgh. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.